Hey everyone, this is Jack Sorensen, wide receiver for Miami of Ohio University, and you're listening to Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flogcast Network. Glorious day. Glorious day to talk about some fantasy football. It is the West. Uh, it's beautiful, I'll say. Friday, just talking about some fantasy football on a Friday. Going into the weekend, I am joined by two dudes. One of them in student, Mr. T.C. T. C. Mr. Ruff, glad to be back. Glad we could do this two times in two Absolutely. weeks. Online with us, Mr. Quinton Blount. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, man, you guys, that, that intro threw me off guard. The music, I was bumping for a second there. Right? I know it, man. I wish it was longer. It's nice, huh? Mr. J. Rob's getting his production oh, uh, value up. He's got I'm getting it. Everything. Uh, well, so you doing good, though? Q, everything good? Oh, I'm doing great. I was, I mean, I was already ready to go, but after that, man, I'm well, hyped. Oh, yeah, I'm pumped you up. up. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, hey, like I said, AFC West Day. I am going through these four teams in this division. And, of course, last year, we're going to start with the best teams. Um, And last year, hands down, uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll go ahead and talk about them. 14-2 and record last year, fellas. Surprised at all? No, not at all. (laughs) Like, wasn't Mahomes out for, like, that's the I mean, they didn't mm. even lose those all those games, but mm-hmm. you know, that'd be like the only reason they could lose. Or, I mean, I guess like week 17, they might have taken a break, rested their starters, but no, no, no surprise at all. Actually, missed one game. Oh, sorry. but I mean, still, uh, he just again, one of the best players, quarterbacks that we've seen in a while. What do you think, Hugh? Yeah, no, there's no surprise there. I mean, we all we all knew that the Chiefs were. Basically the best team in the league. I mean, obviously the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, but um, yeah, I mean, we I feel like everyone probably kind of thought the Chiefs were going to be a 13, 14, even 15, 16 win team. I mean, that's not out of the question for them to go undefeated. Let's be real. Now, just to, the quarterbacks, we talked about them a little bit already. Patrick Mahomes, one again, one of the best, is the best, should say, is the best quarterback as of right now. Uh, probably in the NFL and most, I mean, definitely in fantasy. You see this guy stepping down from the, that, you know, the, that what he's like, what he is, or is this a, is it Patrick Mahomes all day? I don't think we're going to see very much regression. Uh, it, it, with him missing a game, I think his numbers are going to get better again this year. He, um, they've got an improved offensive line right now, and I think he's coming back with a fire because they did lose in the biggest game of the year, and that was the Super Bowl. And you know, mm. we watched Patrick Mahomes ball out. It was literally just him. He couldn't do anything more than what he did do, and and I don't think that there will be any regression really with him. So, if you're looking for fantasy quarterback, this is the guy you want first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I don't think there's any question that Mahomes is going to be the first guy, the first quarterback off the board in basically every league out there um, in our he's league. A in fact, he's in a ours, keeper in ours, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I think he – it's probably debatable. Is he the best quarterback in the NFL? I think that goes to Tom Brady. But, but 
he is the best fantasy quarterback. Um, if you'd rather have, if you had one quarterback on your team right now, okay, are we talking if you're NFL or no to win a championship owner? for one time? Well, it depends on which team you go to because Brady went to like the perfect setup. They already had all the weapons that he needed, and he just brought in that. Brady would have made whatever team he's on a contender. Let's be honest. Probably, but not quite like the Bucks were. Yeah, not quite like the Bucks, but I mean, he did make the garbage. Uh, you know, I won't say garbage. They yeah. just weren't the greatest Patriots. I mean, they weren't he good. Took them I think he far. could go to the Jets and make them a playoff team. Mom, I don't know about that. But you have to. You also have to have a. Good it's defense. Tom Brady. You also have to have a good defense, though. Like a lot of the years oh, yeah. that he won Super Bowls, the the Patriots defense was so good. They won thirteen to three against the Rams. And you tell me that's like all Tom Brady? No, that's no. That that's a team scheme right there. I'm not dis. I'm not discounting what he is and what he's done, but you so know, in in real life. Who would you rather have if you were an NFL owner? Let's say you just an NFL owner. In would, their primer right now. Right now. Well, the qu- Okay. No, the Patrick question Lawrence. is, would you rather, yeah, would you rather, ha- are we starting a dynasty? Are we start like, are we starting a team now and looking long-term or is it just for one season? Well, it depends. So if it's man. for one season, give me fans. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. If it's that, that, for one season, give me Tom yeah, Brady. But I mean, if it's you can for make arguments the, for both of them to be the starting, I think, but because they're in the same conversation and, it, that just goes to show how good Patrick Mahomes has become. Yeah, he's, that's a good point. He's being compared with Tom Brady. It's like that's how LeBron is good. He's but being you, with you Jordan. also got to think of this. Also, Tom Brady is what fifty five. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, he's like forty four or something. Yeah. Some old. Yeah. But again, he is getting com- getting compared. Yeah. To a young guy. Yeah. Who is, is the best? Right. Arguably. I agree. Like they're both just that good. I mean, there are different elements of the game that they excel more than anybody else has. Tom Brady, he knows where the ball's going. He's got like split time decision making. He gets the ball out quick. He makes good decisions. Um, he'll he'll kill you at the thousand cuts. Mahomes, he'll make the most c- incredible throws and gash you for an eighty yard touchdown. And you you can't catch up. You can't keep playing with that because he always does that kind of stuff. So fantasy wise, fellas, fantasy wise, Patrick Mahomes over I, Tom Brady. I'm gonna say Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. hands down. I think hands down. Um, but with, so with Patrick Mahomes, fantasy wise, first, if, if I mean, of course, other than, the, other than this fantasy league, the fog league, is he a first round draft pick kind of guy? Um, I don't think so because you, you really need running backs. Mm-hmm. You, you really do. Um, second round there. I, I think that I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to say third, third is the highest I would go for him. Now, other people might have a different opinions. What do you think? Blunt? Yeah, I would. I, I think, I think third. I mean, I, personally, in a redraft situation, I don't. I don't. I don't think I would even touch him. Thir- I don't. I don't think I would touch a quarterback within the top. I don't even know, like the top. I would get one late. Let's just say that. But yeah, I mean, I think he would probably go second, third round. We got a bunch of Dang. Scott Benzies out there, you know. I guess so. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we could kind of jump right into it because there is two of his top targets are guys that probably Ty- Tyreek Hill is a potential mm-hmm. first round pick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've seen Kelsey yeah. going in the first round. I mean, yeah, it's it's too. not a throwing tomatoes at you if you make those picks in the first round. I mean, I think it. I think there's so many other different directions you could, smarter directions, I guess you could go to. Especially like you said, TC. I'm more of a quarterback. Kind of, I mean, a uh, a running back first kind of guy. Yeah. Getting those guys first before you focused on 
on uh, wide receivers or tight ends or quarterbacks and stuff like that. But I, I want my running backs first. And it's not like you're going to make a bad choice if you pick him, but I, I think that the gap between like after Patrick Mahomes and let's say Josh Allen, if he, you know, he's the only one that right now, based off a skill set that we could possibly compare to what Patrick Mahomes can do. Mm-hmm. Like after those two, like you can drop back quite a ways and still get five of the top eight quarterbacks that are still really close to each other. And you get them in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. So you have time to get a really good QB. And I don't think that Patrick Mahomes is so ahead of all those other quarterbacks that getting him that many rounds ahead is going to really benefit you that much. Yeah. Well, so, we could get a guy like Jalen Hurts, you know, and like maybe the, Justin oh, Herbert. Gosh. I don't know about Jalen Hurts. Goodness. So, all right, moving on to the running backs. Now, is it safe to say, fellas, on this team, offensively, other than the, you know, the, of course, the, the, the offensive line, but when it comes to wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, and tight ends, running backs, the weakest, or well, with Clyde Edwards Hilaire approaching his second year, you got Daryl Williams right behind him. Uh, Elaire didn't he didn't live up to hype that people were thinking he was going to? I mean, heck, in our league, we had a team, uh, an owner name a team after him, and then he did so bad he changed his name yeah. to that team. <laughs> so clearly, he wasn't in love with them because of that rookie year. You get what I'm saying? No, I totally agree. Um, I think that he's a good player, but I don't think I think he's um. He's overhyped. I, I truly believe it. Um, but, you know, you can only tell once they perform or don't perform. And we'll find out better this second year. But w- when, you're in a t- when you're on a team with Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, like, yeah. they're definitely the, the go-to guys first. Now, to be able to have someone to support that, that plays his role well, that's what you're looking for in this situation. We're not looking for a running back that's going to be their one, two, three down back that's mm-hmm. going to get – all the goal line work, they've already got a system for that, which is why I don't see him as like that traditional, you know, RB1, RB2 kind of pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I agree definitely with one thing you said, how he's re- he was really overhyped last year. Like we heard it nonstop. Like Patrick Mahomes was raving about him. Um, he was the first round draft. He was the first pick overall in our league last year. Mm-hmm. Just like you heard about him all summer. You heard like it was just – Edward Zillier, Edward Zillier, and like, so yeah, he, I think, I think the hype was just built so high and that's why he kind of didn't live up to that. But when you think about it, I think he's primed for a breakout year this year because so you, when you think, think back to Kareem Hunt, when Kareem Hunt was the ch- star for the Chiefs. Do you think right? that the Edward Zillier is better than Kareem Hunt? I don't know. That's tough okay. to say. I right don't now. either. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with but, you. I think Kareem Hunt's better. But I think he's going to be, he's going to take a big jump from year one to year two. He can have that, I think. Um, well, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Obviously I don't think he's more talented than hunt, but I, I, I personally just haven't watched enough of him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anyone can say that he's better than cream hunt right now, but you know, we'll see, we'll watch one more season. And I think that'll give us a better. I mean, with, with all that being said, uh, rookie year last year, uh, he, he only played, I mean, I think he missed three games. And then he had over 800 yards, only four touchdowns. So, I mean, again, we got to think this kid's a rookie on yeah. a team that has lots of hungry men, if you will, uh, that that needs their their points and stuff. So their targets and attention. So I think Clyde did what he was supposed to do. I think, again, I do believe that was too high. 
But again, I think I'm with you, Q. Um, I think he will take a, a bigger step forward his second year um, and, and be known as a, a very scary guy. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think the pick was the right pick for Gia last year. It was number one overall. Yeah, he didn't live up to like he didn't produce. Yeah, so if we had a redraft, would do you think Jacob would have done the same move? Picked Elaire over Jonathan Taylor, which Jonathan Taylor was second in our league, but I even think Jonathan Taylor that was a stretch with Keegan. Yeah. Could have been. Well, I don't know. Arguably. I think it was kind of a stretch at the second. Well, I, I don't I don't think they were stretches. I think because again, I, I mean they're two rookies, they're two young guys. It's a dynasty league. They're running backs. Yeah. They're running backs. It's a high value yeah. position. Yeah, I mean really it's a, it's a insanely high value. And like if you get a keeper out of one of those, like I mean exactly. I got Christian McCaffrey. Which both exactly. of those guys are keepers, right? Christian McCaffrey was a stretch at the time. It it was. It was. Yeah. To, so like if you take that pick and you land it and they just are the guy that you hope that they could be, then you look like a stud. You know, you look like a genius going out there making reaches and it, it turned out well. Like, I so, think we forget sometimes that you drafted Christian McCaffrey. Like, we just like, oh, Christian McCaffrey's just been in the NFL. And he was no, like fourth. He, he was fourth, right? Second overall. Or you drafted him second. Yeah, second yeah. overall. Yeah, exactly. That, that was the surprise. Fournette, and I picked McCaffrey. And, of course, a- Fournette was a hands-down number one yeah. draft pick. We yeah. all knew you were going to do that, Keel. Um, So it's kind of similar to uh, last year with Clyde and with work, Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Kind of people were – I was shocked about – Keegan draft Jonathan Basically, Taylor, in our league, because we we all already have four keepers, that's a fifth round pick. That's the first yeah. pick of the fifth yep. round. I think yeah. that you have to take those guys. So moving on to the wide receivers, talking too long about this crappy Kansas City Chiefs team. So the wide receivers, led by Tyreek Hill, uh, one of the best of wide receivers in the league, um, joined by Michael Hardman. Uh, Brian Pringle, not the chip. Byron Byron Pringle. Of course, they no longer, uh, they no longer have Sammy Watkins, uh, which you know, you know, could have been. I mean, he's flirting around the wide receiver two on that team. He's always great week one. He's always great week one. Um, But Terry Kill, uh, safe to say, other leagues, first round kind of guy, or is he actually? Is he actually what I say? You said first round kind of guy. I think he's oh. late first round, early the second The first round. wide receiver drafted off the board. Uh, no. I, you can make a case no. for it, but I don't think. I Adams? Would, I think Adams. I know Adams. Yeah. Because Adams is really like the guy yeah. Yeah. in Green Bay. Oh, he's two. Hills two, you think? Safe to say? Yeah. Second or third. I mean, you can even make a, a case for, for the way Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen mm-hmm. are playing too. So that's a possibility. But I think – Tyreek Hill has proven himself year after year. His consistency is just all all out ability to just ball. Um, yeah, he's he's an easy wide receiver too. And heck, he had one of his best years. He he didn't play one game, but his, his yards were there. His his he's got. Uh, I mean, I think his best year was 2018. So it's like pretty similar to his 2018 numbers. He had 135 targets with 15 touchdowns, which that was his best. Uh, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I see those touchdown numbers maybe going down, but I still think he's over 1,100 yards, over possibly 120, 30 targets. I mean, he's still going to get his balls. He's getting volume. Yeah. You can't deny it. Uh, going uh, off of him, uh, like I said, Sammy Watkins is no longer there. Uh, I really think, fellas, that this opens up 
Uh, a massive opportunity for McCole Hardman. I think this could be a, a chance for him to really go into a reliable wide receiver two option. I think he could he could be there uh, really stepping into like what he was last year with Sammy Watkins more involved. I, I'm not really high on Pringle yet. Uh, so I really think he's going to get a higher role with Sammy being gone. Agree? Disagree? What do you think? I agree. What about you, Blunt? I agree, but the thing is, what is that role going to look like? Because he his skill a flex set. play. I look think at his he, body type. Good, well, yeah, up. I mean, yeah. A fringe, I think, flex, a, a fling, a fringe flex starter is what I see him wise, as a possibility. Going into the year, we can look at him probably as a flex play. But just NFL-wise, what is his role going to look like in the offense? Because he's the same body type, same kind of skill set as Tyreek Hill. And like... I don't know. I mean, like if they're on the field at the same time, you you can't just run them both, run verts on both of them. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just interested to see. I don't think, like, I want him to be that guy, but I don't think it's going to happen. I What I think is going to happen is just, I think Travis Kelsey is in for a huge year, man. Like, I just think. Another one. An, even bigger. For another one? Even bigger. Why I is do. that? What's your, what's your case there? Just because. You got inside info or. Not, I mean, dude, he's just an—he's just a freak. Number one, he's by far the best tight end in the, in the NFL. And yeah, I mean, all you—you you have Tyreek Hill, and if Miko Hardman's on the field too, both of these guys are speedsters. So mm-hmm. the defenses are going to be playing off, playing back, and it's going to open things up in the middle of the field for Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey had his best year last year. Um, especially looking at his numbers, he—he he didn't have. I mean, he had the most. He missed the game. He, did, he had the most catches in his career, had the second and most targets, had the most touchdowns, had the most receptions. I mean, he that was his best year. I mean, that was a very good year. And you're saying, Q, that he could do even better. Yeah, because – I mean, I don't, of, I, heck, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I definitely uh, – Think of it this that, way. Like, yeah, Sammy Watkins is gone, but what did Sammy Watkins do? Like, other than Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill caught 87 passes. Travis Kelsey called 105. No other receiver on the team had more than 45 catches. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, these are the two guys. You have like, two wide receiver ones on the Chiefs, basically. Yeah, you do. And, like, these are the two guys. And I don't think McCall Hardman is going to come in and get 70 catches. Like, he, he's no, not going to get more than 45 either. That, that's no, what I, I mean, think. I mean, I don't even think. I mean, heck, I mean, like I said, Last year, I don't think Hardman was a flex guy. I mean, no, nah, some he was, he was a non-factor. I, 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 I all I'm saying is, I think he might be more reliable from last year because of Sammy Watkins not being there. Uh, so it might be more of a throw more on this wide receiver. But heck, like you said, I mean, I don't with your argument, they could just move it on. Hey, let's let's throw it more on someone who we all know is just an animal. Well, do they still have? Test. Think about you. Remember Demarcus Robinson? Yep, he's still there. Yeah, yeah he's still there, yeah. and he actually had – I, I kind of like him more than I like Hardman just because oh, – well, well, Hardman. Then Hardman, because Hardman – like I said, Hardman and Hill play the same kind of style. Marcus Robinson's a little bit bigger, a little bit lengthier. He can kind of win on those 50-50 balls. Mm-hmm. We saw that some last year. There were times where I was on the waiver wire, man, like, man, I could easily plug in to Marcus Robinson and just hope for a touchdown because it happens every now and again. Sure does. That's kind of what you're looking for outside of uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. You're just looking for targets here and there and hopefully snag a touchdown. You can't ever really 
put them in and expect the consistency to be there. They're, they're yeah, guys they're not week in, week out in. guys. Exactly. Right. They're guys you put in when you have bye weeks or injuries and hope yeah. to get a touchdown. You're yeah. hoping to get double digits from these guys. All righty, moving on past these uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Move on to the second best team on this division last year, and that was the Las Vegas Raiders. They finished um, which it w- surprised about that at all, fellas? Eight and eight record for these Raiders team. Well, I guess with a five hundred record, can you ever be surprised about? I mean, I guess you can be surprised with some teams, but we knew that they had the ability to get there. Um, it was it was kind of still like a letdown, but they also beat the Chiefs um, early in the early in the year, and everyone was kind of blown away by that happening. So we know they've got this ability to get things done. Mm-hmm. There's just like something that's not clicking for them on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I was surprised. Eight and eight, like you know, like TC just said, you can't really like. It's just middle of the pack, and I think we, everyone, when you look at the Raiders, you're like, this team isn't really that good, but maybe they're not really that bad. I think you look at the Raiders, you're like, this is a middle of the pack team. So I think it, it shows who they are. I mean, I don't think so we can really be surprised with the with the quarterbacks, Derek Carr, of course, the the guy there. Um, any respect for this guy? I mean, he was 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions, over 4,000 yards. I mean, he put up respectable numbers. Are there, is there more respect? Just, just being in our league, is it, can he be a guy that you can trust picking up and putting in your, slotting him in, in your quarterback two role? I think you can. I mean, I, I, I don't know that you necessarily want to have, I look at Derek Carr and be like, man, this guy is in my starting lineup every week. I don't think he's that type of guy, but like you just said, what was that? 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Yeah. yeah. Derek Carr is an accurate, he's a really accurate thrower. Yeah. yeah. He, put like, a lot he doesn't of make chips. a lot of mistakes. Right. I mean, heck, last year he put a lot of his chips in the, uh, uh, the Waller bag, yep. uh, which yeah. I don't blame him. Heck. But I mean, he might have. I mean, these, with this team, they they added a few more pieces. Tom Brown, wide receiver, Willie Sneed. Sure, how heavily he'll be involved. But they picked up Kenyon Drake, a receiving back. Uh, Derek Carr can you know, th- throw the ball towards more, uh, having a receiver back there. So I mean, heck, uh, the, those numbers, fellas, could improve. I think he's got the potential to do it. Um, and this where the consistency word comes into play here. Um, if, if he can confidence in himself and they start clicking, I can see them getting double-digit wins this year. I can see them making it into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. Um, they have the talent. I mean, but most NFL teams, if things just go absolutely right for them, they can you know do a lot more than we expect. Um, I'm not so sold on their wide receivers. Uh, like you said, he, he did feed Darren Waller a lot. Um, and that definitely helps when you have someone like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he also has to watch out for Marcus Mariota because that sample size game that we had for Mariota playing, yeah. Mariota looked really <laughs> That is kind of creating somewhat of a competition, but you obviously know that Derek Carr is still I, the Yeah, starter. I don't think so. I think that Carr is still the guy unless he fudges up even more, but I don't see that being the case. Um, I mean, Mariota, I mean, he we've we seen glimpses of him being – you know, having the the, the the light shined on him, but we've seen him choke his chicken multiple yeah, times more was, than but I more think that, that was with the Titans, and I think sometimes a culture change and a, a location yeah, change maybe. is what you need. But right now, I mean, it's look still at Tannehill. 
you know, like yeah, the same yeah, situation. Right. He went from Miami but to the Titans. how often has that happened? It doesn't happen often, but it also, like, they might not get the chance to let that happen either. Like, quarterbacks don't – you don't see it all the time, but it does happen. We think you. you know, thinking of Derek Carr, you know, we can say, like, he's an accurate guy. The potential is, you know, there for him to lead the offense and have a really good year, but Derek Carr is 30 years old now. And he's what does that mean? I'm 30. Let, I'm almost let's 31. Let's be honest. I mean, we're all we're all we all are, but let's be honest here. <laughs> Derek Carr isn't changed. Like he he is who he is at this point. Like there's mm-hmm. no oh, this guy could be so good. This guy could be even better. Like, no, Derek Carr is who he is. Right. And yeah. I think eventually the Raiders need to they need to draft a new quarterback because Derek Carr, I, I'm not I don't have the stat. I don't know how many times he's led this team to the playoffs, but if he even ever has, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't think he's really ever led them to a winning season, maybe one or two. So like, like a quarterback that you have to buy the time and hopefully do enough um, game manage, not make bad mistakes, still be able to make some good throws, but he's not like that franchise changing quarterback that every yeah. team is yeah. looking for. All right, because it's not all on car. Like yeah, the Raiders have just been bad, but anyway, yeah. yeah move on. Moving on to the running backs. Like I mentioned, Kenyon Drake was added on in the offseason, I think in March, to this team, to this backfield. Now, lots of people have, have talk, uh, really backed Josh Jacobs. As we all know, I think Josh Jacobs, his, his highest, his, his weakest part of his game is catching the ball. I mean, he's not the best receiving back, and I think that's why they threw uh, Kenyon Drake in there. Now, I still think that he will, Josh Jacobs, will handle most of the early downs and goal line work. Uh, again, it, it's just really it, – it pushes back his receiving role, and that will likely slide all over to Kenyon Drake, which, you know, it, in in real life, that's a good idea. I think it was a good move. But fantasy-wise, like, it did push Josh – I think Josh Jacobs has pushed back a little bit more than what he should be because Josh Jacobs, I think, is very good. Why, I mean, running back. Uh, but, again, I, what do you guys think? I think he's a good running back, um, but in fantasy purposes, you know, with PPR and half PPR, you're looking for guys that are going to catch the ball too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think that does make his value drop a little bit. But um, he's – and the Raiders are making moves like they need to. Like you said, you need a pass catching back, and they went and got one. So you can all – so you have that one-two punch kind of uh, differentiating styles that can keep – defenses on their toes you know they're looking to change things up they don't want to be a one-trick pony and throw into just either waller or running the ball you know they, they need to add a little bit more to their offensive style um i think he's decent he's definitely a person you always want to keep an eye on in fantasy because he had 12 touchdowns last year that's he had over a thousand yards so he's putting up good numbers um but he's probably on like you know if we have four keepers he's he's fourth keeper definitely in conversation for third keeper well i mean he's definitely not i mean he's no longer a, a running back one um i, I think agree. last year especially on jacob's team he, he was relying on to put up running back one numbers on my i want flex numbers he's yeah. my third best running back which i think is perfect uh for what we, i want out of him um i mean i think he could be a, a good running back two option he could come in for wait who in our, josh jacobs How's Josh Jacobs on Jake's team, right? No, he was. He was. Oh, tra- you guys was. traded. That's right. You all right? Yeah. I forgot. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. 
What do you think about Jacobs, Q? Oh shoot. Um, I mean, I think I think people talk a little too much about Josh Jacobs can't catch the ball. That's why they had to go get Drake. Blah blah blah. blah. I don't necessarily think that is the case. Like, sure. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe did he have a lot of drops or something? I don't know. I didn't watch a ton of the Raiders, but I remember watching Jacobs come out. He like for the draft. He was he was kind of a dual threat guy at Alabama. He could catch the ball. Like, and I still think he can. But when you like like one of you mentioned, I'm not sure who it was, but you don't want to you don't want to just bring Josh Jacobs out every single play. You want to show the defense different looks. Yeah. So you get Kendrick Drake. Kendrick Drake maybe line him up in the slot. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe put both of the guys on the field together. Like it just gives you some More of that options. versatility and flexibility. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, like this was a very good move for the for yeah the NFL Vegas wise, Raiders. great move. Yeah. Fantasy wise, I still think Jacobs is an RB two. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Drake. We'll have to wait and see. He's probably not even in the flex. Con- I mean, he's probably in the flex conversation, but he definitely we'll could wait be. We got to see some production from him. Yeah. Again, Drake was a keeper for me last year. Uh, yeah. A guy who for Arizona could. I mean, they, he definitely took a step back, but I mean, he was there last year well i mean you have to be there to be made a keeper too so he did the numbers and then mm-hmm. you know he got regression and now he's in a new team so we'll we'll see what happens all right moving on to these wide receivers um now with, with these guys of course they added john brown willie sneed uh now there wasn't really besides waller of course wasn't a point the finger at wide receiver to to be the wide receiver one these guys uh, Henry Ruggs, I guess, arguably should have been that guy. Uh, but I think with them adding John Brown really shoves a dagger in the value of Henry Ruggs. I mean, they, they drafted Ruggs in, what, in the first round last year. Um, and it, it's, it's a thing where them adding John Brown might fade that a little bit more. What do you guys think? I um, don't have enough um, visual representation of these Raiders wide receivers to really tell you. I'm you know, we heard some things here and there, but it all seemed like it was the Darren Waller show. Ruggs, he had like rough start. He, you know, and for rookies last year, it was a rough start for all rookies because of not enough prep time, in my opinion. So I think that if we're going to see any leaps um, from any time from one from year one to year two, this year is going to be like one of the best years that we will see those leaps. And you know, I think he's got the you the tools to do it. But mm-hmm. whether or not it happens is a whole nother question. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just a, these guys are tough. Like, I don't think you really want to draft these guys. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want any part of the White Raiders wide receivers on my team. Like Henry Ruggs, for example, they never gave him. He was never targeted more than five times in a single game last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, when you're looking at fantasy players, running backs, wide receivers, you want targets. You want volume. Like you, because eventually those targets will lead to production somehow, some way. And if you're not getting it, that makes it hard to capitalize. And for Ruggs, he had knee issues. John Brown last year missed multiple games, seven games, because of knee issues and ankle issues. So, like, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't like I don't like their wide receivers. So I'm not gonna lie. We'll see NFL wise how it works out. But I mean, there's so many wise, of them. I mean, yeah, there's so many of them. You got Ruggs, Brian Renfro, Edwards, we know. Edwards, a guy. Last year. Yeah, you guys I mean, he got Hunter hurt Renfro. week three. I'm a Hunter Renfro guy. Saw him some film, or like in camp, he did this move, this juke to defender out of his shoes. 
but again, he's not really a, a fantasy guy you go take off your shirt for. But again, like Brian, like I said, Brian, uh, take off Byron, I think it's Brian, Brian. Edwards, <laughs> uh, and then John Brown, uh, Willie Sneed. So, and there's so, so many guys there. And uh, I think they're just really, you know, seeing, I mean, we know who the guy is, and that's the tight end, Darren Waller. They're not yeah. getting the I mean, volume. They're he is still the vocal point. He is, yeah, solid. he is the straw. He is the straw in this drink, if you will. I mean, he, he's it, man. He, he's he's what makes this offense. I mean, this offense was in the top 10, um, I think, scoring-wise. I think that's what I saw. Ranked eighth-ranked offense in the league last year, which kind of threw me off guard. So, I mean, and that really had to do with Walla. Yeah. I mean, there was one game against the Jets. He had 17 targets. He was 13 <laughs> yeah. for 17, 200 yards, and two touchdowns, like – that is insane. And I do believe I was going to, if I'm not wrong, I do believe I'm right about this. He was going up against, I mean, Marcus was going up against me that week. Probably. I, mean, I, I think I think that's what happened. This game, he went nuts. So, <laughs> I mean, no shocker there. All right, fellas. Well, we talked long against those two teams. We're going to take a quick pause and talk about the Chargers and the Brown, or Broncos, all right? All righty. Be right back. Is your hair so long it gets in your face while you drive? Is your beard so long it gets in your mouth while you eat food? Well, it's time to visit Boar's Head Barbershop located in Rochester, Indiana. They specialize in wide variety of men's hairstyles, facial hair design, and shaving services. Their goal is to bring their client a more specialized and enjoyable experience in their barbershop. All services are performed by a professional barber in Seth Maines and Matt Frank. They are located next to Webb's Pharmacy on the west side of Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. So please your loved ones today by joining Boar's Head Barbershop in Rochester, Indiana. Alrighty, welcome back. Finishing out. The AFC West, we're going starting with the Chargers last year, uh, finished out with a 7-9 and nine record. I think really, I mean, really what we got to start out talking about is that freaking quarterback, that rookie quarterback last year in Justin Herbert, who did email me, but hey, is it all right that I can c- continue to use your name? I said, sure, man. So, I mean, like, just keep doing work. And that was last year when I had it. That's nice. But, that. I mean, it was nice. He's just a nice guy. Uh, but, I mean, this guy definitely – he definitely shocked some people. Uh, I mean, he had he, he threw over 4,000 yards, uh, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, I mean, he just had a very good rookie year. Uh, but, I mean, in a quarterback episode, Q, you were with me. You are not high on him this year. You think he'll take a step back? I mean, it's not that I'm not – okay, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I'm not high on him. But, but I'm not <laughs> saying he's going to be a bad, like, fantasy quarterback. I still think he's, like, a top – you know, eight fantasy quarterback or so, but like so people a QB, are just a QB one. Well, I don't know. Top ten, yeah, top ten. QB back in QB one. You know, QB two type. We'll see though. I like I said, I just want to see it two times in a row because again, you've got yeah, you've got a good pass catching running back. You have in Austin Eckler. You have Keenan Allen, who is up there in age, but he's still producing a lot of volume. But who else yeah. do you have? And what have they done to improve their offensive line? Like, I, I just we'll, – we'll see. I mean, I think the stars are aligning for Justin Herbert. Usually players get better from year one to year two and take a huge step, and he might. But 
Again, I just I'm not in love with the Chargers as a whole. If Herbert falls, that's the only time I would take him. I just don't love his value. People are so high on him. I think he's going to get pushed up. And, yeah, I just think the value for me, I don't really like it. <laughs> You're alone. That's what's happening. You're alone, Kyo. Uh, uh, TC, what are I was, you like, doing? waiting for, like, someone to respond, and they just hear <laughs> I know that's what we were waiting for when I watched this kid um in Oregon you know and I read a report and they're like oh he you know he's got all the the right tools he just doesn't have that that swagger that moxie that confidence that you're looking for in a QB but I watched him throw I watched his pocket presence I watched how he was comfortable where he was and he he made smart decisions (laughs) and that's what sold me on him um I got him pretty quick ended up trading him to Justin sure did um, and the rest was history. I like this. All kid. sold on him that you traded him. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, you know what? Like, I I was more sold on Big Ben because of the situation and uh, game management ability. I was like thinking the same thing. He was like, well, he was a rookie. He had some good games, but can he continue it? Hmm. I didn't have confidence in that yet. But I will be the first to admit to say I was wrong, and that's okay. But I like him this year. Um, I'm looking for Keenan to take you know that that extra step. You know, he like you said, he's getting old. The, they didn't do much for their line, but I, I think they've got some real skill players that fantasy-wise are going to be very big for us. So moving on to the running backs, Austin Eckler. Now, this this guy, another guy who I think is very, very hype right now. Now, granted, he did miss a few games last year. He missed six total. Uh, didn't, you know, it, well, well, my question is, do you is is the hype real on this kid or this guy? Heck, he's he's twenty six. So is, is the hype real on him? I mean, we haven't really seen. I mean, he's a good receiving back. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, back in two thousand nineteen, almost had a thousand yards, but that was with Philip Rivers throwing him the ball. I mean, this year, I mean, he had. I mean, last year he had about four hundred, but getting missed six games. Uh, is is he that good as advertised? Well, I think that when you had Philip Rivers with him, the experience and the understanding of how to get that ball out to that running back was there. And with Justin, with Justin Herbert, you know, there was a lot of things just coming at him so fast that he kind of was sticking to the basics and feeding, feeding Keenan Allen a lot because, and he, you know, he'd throw to Hunter Henry too, but when you only know a few things going into the season, you're just thrown into the starting position. You don't have the ability to, to exercise all your options. And I think that, They've had time to work in the offseason. I think we'll see a better year than, you know, than, I don't know, at least what we are expecting or a little bit better out of Austin. Q, is he a keeper? Huh. That's a <laughs> tough question. I mean, I think, I mean, I guess, I guess he is in our league. And, and if you're going to draft him, is he a top four or a top five, like not a yeah. player, but like rounds? Is he a top four rounds or top five rounds player? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done enough. I don't really do redraft mock drafts anymore because of our, you know, we're in a dynasty. Yeah, I don't do redrafts either. I'm talking about this but, year. You're not in well, a redraft league? Like just a normal with like. I mean, I am, but kids? I don't care about it that much. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. We, we like, reserve that's the not right for like big money like ours our, or anything. Our league in the most. I get it. I but get are it. you high um, on this guy? I, I, uh, no. I mean, it, it's tough. It really is. I, I would say I would say I'm not high, but I don't know. Yeah, I gotta I gotta see and kind of like Herbert, like with you. 
I mean, I got to see what he can do without getting hurt and what he can do with Justin Herbert. If that receiving game is still there, which I think, it, you know, it might be, but I mean, again. And one thing, I guess. On the ball. Yeah. One thing, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it next when we talk about the wide receivers, but um, you know, I think Justin Herbert throws the ball downfield more than Phillip Rivers. Like Rivers always dumped it off to Eckler, dumped it off to Eckler. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of what made Eckler who he is. And like, we still, I think, view Eckler as that guy. He's like, oh, well, this guy's the best pass catching back in the league. No, he just ha- always had the most like attempts and the most volume. So I think Herbert actually wants to push it down the field more. And that's why I think if we move on to wide receivers, I know Keenan Allen's obviously the guy, but yeah. Mike Mike Williams might be a guy yep. to watch out for. Absolutely, and that's, and that's what I was getting ready to discuss. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams – I think Guyton's in there too. Uh, those those wide receivers that Justin Herbert has option wise. Keenan Allen, I still think is is the wide receiver one. Uh, but Mike Williams, I think will have a better year than he he's had, um, and I think they will get him more involved offensively. I agree with you, Q. Yeah, I do too. I like Mike Williams. Not a lot of people talk about him, so he's, he's somebody you can get. Too. Yeah. And he's big. Six, yeah, he's a red zone target. Yep. He's going to be on the field a lot, like almost every play probably. So no, This is Justin Herbert's play style. Like you said, right. pushing the ball down the field, he needs to find yeah. big targets. And we're going to see big plays, I think, from these guys. No, again, and, uh, he, he's approaching his fifth year uh, with the same team. And, you know, it's he's only had one year over 1,000 yards. But I, I still think that he will, he will do better than last year because they will get him more involved. Yep. And you can get him late too, which is why I like him yeah. so much. Yeah, I agree. Um all right, tight ends, Jared Cook, uh, a new addition to this team here. Uh, what do you think? Is he still a guy that uh, that you can maybe trust to put on some tight end one numbers or what? What do you think? I don't know about tight end one, um, but he also was playing on the Saints last year. There's a different scheme. I, I think that if uh, – this is hard to, to really guess. We know that he's – Good and that he's had very big time uh, games where he's got multiple touchdowns with with Brees thrown in the ball. Um, I think he's a guy you can trust as a quarterback, fantasy wise. I think that he's like a backup tight end, and he's going to be the guy you put in there for when you need um, a matchup. You know, a matchup or a, a bye week kind of fill in. This is the right guy. now. Of course, Hunter Henry finally is no longer there. He's on the fold. Uh, but I mean that that freaking frees up like. 90 targets and those targets are up for grabs and that i think that's you know could get mike williams in there more involved a bigger guy but i think that might get jared cook more action what do you think you i don't know what to think again again the the chargers are kind of a question mark all around um especially with jared cook i mean we've seen him we've seen him succeed in the past with with the saints but that was with drew Brees. I, i don't know this is just someone we're going to have to wait and see a couple of games. You, you may, you may, obviously you can get them later. So like if you yeah. don't have a tight end yeah. late in the draft, boom, just draft him and see, because otherwise you just play the waiver wire on tight ends, but you're, you're almost going to have to do that anyway. If you don't have Kelsey or Waller or Kittle. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, he's worth taking a shot, but I, I I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't know. I, I don't know right. what it's going to look like. 
right. So but you always only do that to me. Because <laughs> it's fun. Because <laughs> it's fun. So it, like like it's definitely a guy, Jared Cook, I think that you would feel more comfortable if he's your tight end too. And just, you know, hopefully that he can put up numbers. If Check the matchups. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next team. The last team in this division. The Denver Broncos finished 5-11 last year. Um, had a lot of hiccups, if you will. Uh, but with this team, it really it, – it's really – it depends on how good they are. It depends on their quarterback situation. And I, think, Drew Lock, I think that is very if, true. If he doesn't have that year that they thought he was going to have last year, mm-hmm. um, it, I mean, they could turn the wheel of the boat and go to Teddy Bridgewater, who they picked up in the offseason. Or they could, you know, they could just I – mean, he might have a good year. And, I mean, he, he's got – Good pieces surrounding him, I think, and receivers, nothing being one of them. But what do you think about this Bronco team? Um, I mean, like I said, he's got Sutton, Jared Judy, Hamler. Well, right now guys. it's an open competition between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Bridgewater is a consistent guy, game manager. He'll he'll do what you need him to do to get you through the game and, and, and hopefully make the least amount of mistakes. Um, I think Drew Locke needs to step it up, and I think this is going to push him to – either be better or to find out that he's not good and they need to move on and look forward to the future. I think they've got really good weapons around him, and it's all up to him at this point. I mean, point. it was just yucky, yucky last year. 16 yeah. touchdowns, 15 interceptions, only uh, 290, like just a little under 3,000 yards. So it just wasn't attractive, wasn't yummy. Um, what do you think, Keel? I, I, I agree. It wasn't it wasn't pretty. And I think that's exactly why they brought in Bridgewater. Um, mm-hmm. They You think about – Denver, who's their head coach? It's Vic Fangio. He's a defensive guy. They mm-hmm. want to play defense. They want to run the ball. They want to control kind of the time of possession. And when you think about who fits better at quarterback to do that, is that Drew Locke or is that Teddy Bridgewater? We're about to find out. It's to Teddy me, that, Bridgewater. To me, that's paper. Bridgewater. On paper, yeah. yeah. So, like, they want to take care of the ball. They don't – I mean, and Drew Locke, again, we'll see how the competition plays out. But in my eyes, Bridgewater is a better fit. I mean, now, yeah. When you're in a when you're in the um, uh, same conference though as the Chiefs, though, when you play them twice a year, like there's there's a lot of games you're going to be playing catch up, and I think that they just still need somebody that I don't know if Lock can be that guy to just go out there and like lead the team to a win. Now they finished 23rd in offense ranked last year. I mean, that's just not going to cut it. They have to they have to just of course be better. And I think uh, with going switching to the running backs. I mean, that's why they had T- Teddy Bridgewater. But with the running backs, Melvin Gordon, I think he's going through his, his, his last year in his contract. But I think a guy they picked up in the draft is, is a guy who is, is pretty favored uh, to be, you know, heck, arguably one of the best running backs in the in this rookie class is Javante Williams. Uh, do you think – so I, here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, them, you know, just still riding this Melvin Gordon train him being the number one, but they really get Williams heavily involved and real. And then next year he's bye-bye Melvin Gordon. And then it's Melvin. I mean, then it's Javante Williams' turn and he, and heck, whoever drafts him and I'm going to just plant this seed in people's brains. Scotty. You could possibly, <laughs> maybe it depends on, you know, if they do transition him Williams to be the guy or heck of an injury, he could be a keeper. Yeah, he's built like a keeper. He's he 5'10", 220. He's a big boy. He's, he's 21 years old. He was born in 2000, the year 2000 <laughs> he was born. Um, this is what you're looking for for your, like, your, 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 I don't know, your kind of your prototype workhorse kind of back, and this can be great for fantasy. And this is what, in our league, when we look for rookie running backs, like if 
is there such thing as a reach for a, a rookie running back of this prospect type that, you know, that it, maybe it doesn't work out for you, but if it does, then you've got yourself a keeper for the next five to seven years. Is that really a reach in one draft? I don't know. So that's something you can be looking for. See, with Javante Williams, I mean, I, I get why people like him so much, but to me, I'm all in on Melvin Gordon right now. I, so I think you're, Melvin you're, Gordon, you're still riding the Melvin Gordon trend for this year. Yeah. You know, we'll see after that. But when you think about the way Javante Williams was used when he played for the Tar Heels, he was also used in a split running back kind of situation. With Michael Carter, yeah. So, like, and he that's just kind of the way things have always been for him. Now, don't get me wrong. Like you guys have said, he's a big kid. He he kind of reminds you of Frank Gore almost. Like, he, he's built just like he's like a brick house, and he just – he always is gaining positive yards. So, like, I think – I, I just think Melvin Gordon for this year, I'm all in on him. And again, with Javante Williams, that's what I was going to say. He doesn't, I don't know how much of a pass catcher he is. I don't know that it's, he has a lot of, like right here, it says he only had 25 catches last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's not, because I think Michael Carter was more of that guy in North okay. Carolina. I think that's who was with him. Yeah. So, it, even my brain even is, you look forward, me. like when you're drafting Javante Williams, maybe you're thinking, hey, I might need a keeper here. But even if they get rid of Melvin Gordon, are they going to bring in a pass catching guy? Yeah, that's fair. I, I think yeah, I think that's a question that you need to consider. Absolutely, absolutely. Now going to the wide receivers, okay, Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ Hamler. Of course, Tim Patrick was in there. He was involved last year because Cortland Sutton getting hurt. Um, who do you guys you guys still believe that is Cortland Sutton or? Is he still the guy? I think that they have a, a just good wide receivers, like better than they're, average. But yeah, they're good. With, with lackluster QB play. And the potential's there, yeah, too. I like really KJ Hamler last year. Jared yeah. Judy did some impressive things. But, I mean, I, I was pretty bummed that Cortland Sutton got hurt because I think he – I mean, he could have had another step – I mean, he could take a step forward, too. They really but. have players that can make the splash. You just – you're they're missing a piece. And if, if Locke steps up this year and starts, you know, playing – to what they want him to, then I think you can like watch out for the, the Broncos. They might, you know, be a dark horse in the in the playoff run for uh, what do you call it? I can't think of the word. <laughs> God, dang it! So yeah, man, I had to do that. It's okay. I what do you think? Do you for think? me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching Cortland Sutton. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm not. I don't not- necessarily like drafting players, especially ones that are coming off of an ACL tear. Okay. Um, that's just scary to me. But Jerry Judy, on the other hand, I've been seeing a lot of positive things coming out of Denver training camp, mm-hmm. and he looked good last year. I think yeah. the first few games of the season, actually, even as a rookie, I yeah, I wouldn't was, be surprised if Jerry Judy pushes Sutton out of the way. Yeah, I think um, I think Jerry Judy is the guy. Definitely could be. They definitely had more time you know to, to build that chemistry and and to to prove that he is there but you know we, when Cortland Sutton was playing two years ago he had a pretty good year yeah. so we know that he has the ability but like you said to come off an injury an ACL tear like that and it's just going to take some time to adjust for us um, to see how he operates and do you want to take that on in your draft or you know you don't want to reach for this guy if this guy falls back to you that's something you might be able to t- to handle but you know just pay attention to that kind of thing so q are you are you saying that you would draft your judy before sutton oh 100 
would you draft KJ Hamler over Sutton? See, now that's where these next two guys with Hamler and like Tim Patrick, I think that's where you kind of obviously Sutton, if Sutton's healthy, again, wait and see. Like if you're listening to this, you need to, and you're considering drafting Sutton, you need to be looking at Denver Broncos Twitter and like news and like, what are the reports saying? Yeah, or read some articles me- about training camp. Yeah, like, is he looking good? Is he looking explosive? Is he looking like, or is he looking kind of questioning himself and not being able to like cut? Like, is he, is he, does he trust his knee fully? Because as someone who has had a significant mm-hmm. knee injury, once you have it, I mean, it, you do, you question yourself. Like, there is the mental aspect. You're, there you're is. Correct. And like, that's why I just don't, and that's why you see a lot of times players who have torn their ACL once. And they keep playing, they often end up tearing it again, or they tear the one mm-hmm. in their other knee because they're trying to overcompensate. So, shots fired. Thank you on Cortland. That was Jesus. He I thought someone like was it. like beating on your door or something, like you owe someone rent money. <laughs> that was aggressive. Like, yeah, that was too aggressive. I didn't like that one. Well, anyway, <laughs> and then like you have Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick actually played well in absence. I actually like Tim yeah, Patrick. Yeah, in Sutton's absence. For a little bit. Yep. He's, but he's yeah, got I, don't that big body. I don't see him. Yep being what he was because of Sutton being there, but no, um, he's more of a handcuff. Like if Sutton goes right. down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, offense. no fant. No uh, yeah. uh, I feel like he's in the same situation that the wide receivers were in last year. Like there really was lackluster QB play. Also, I mean, I don't know if the inconsistency was his fault, but it just doesn't seem like something I'm going to be drafting. I'm at the way in and I don't have a tight end and I'm like, Oh, I guess I can pick him up or you can pick up two tight ends around his caliber and then just see which one's the better matchup, Mm -hmm. like that kind of situation. And that might be what you need to do with tight ends after the tight end four not being the greatest. Q can you rely on him to be a tight end one? No, no, you can't, you can't rely. But like TC said, if you're looking at this guy, if you have an injury, if you have a bye week, or if you have two tight ends and you're playing matchups. Because other than that, like I said before, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the Broncos are going to – they want to run the ball. They want to play good defense. I don't think they necessarily want to, like, beat you passing the ball. And when you're talking about Judy and all these other guys, I mean, obviously someone they're going to throw the ball and someone's got to catch it. But I, I just don't think you Is can necessarily what rely. In football? Wait. Yeah, but like <laughs> – It does. It does. That was the one I just don't think you can necessarily rely on any of the Denver pass catchers. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yep, I agree. All right, so that ends the uh, teams talk about. We'll, we'll go to our predictions first, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos – uh, who will be first, second, third, fourth, starting with UTC? Chiefs first, obviously. I'm going to say the Chargers make that next leap because you know how many games they lost by one score? Mm-hmm. They went into mm-hmm. overtime three times last year. Mm-hmm. They are close. They are on the cusp. Um, I think they're going to make that leap, and Herbert's going to lead them into the number two spot in the AFC West. Raiders, obviously third, and then I think Broncos, I don't know if they'll pull it together, so there's too many question marks there. William Kiel. I, Yeah. You agree? Same. Yeah. same. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the Chargers will take that step forward, have a winning record with Justin Herbert, um, Austin Eckler there, and Allen. So I think uh, offensively, uh, I think they're better than the Broncos. I mean, the well, Broncos, yeah, but in the Raiders as well. So will the Raiders have a winning season? I, I, It's tough to say. I, I, I mean, I, they could be. Yeah, they could be flirting with what well, they, they were yet last year. There's 17 regular season games. You can't, yeah, really, you can't really. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, heck, they no might. Team can finish 500. Plus. I think it'll be similar, but I think Chargers will be better, 
and then the last team in this division chargers also have that like uh <laughs> I was joking. that 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 uh, energy around them too because people see the the good things happening and if you have a good quarterback like that people start to well and that's that another thing that i was thinking about actually is that i i still agree with the one two three four that we have but if there was one switch i would make um, i may flip, flip around the raiders and the chargers again and have it end up the way it ended up last year it's because close. I think mm-hmm. it's close. Yeah, just be. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think the Chargers, like we said, they have the energy. They kind of have more upside in a way. But yeah, if the Raiders can put it together, I mean, they they were close through. I mean, they were eight and eight. Well, yeah. Well, and so they were, we'll it was close last year, and I, I agree. I think it'll be close this year. So, hey, fellas, thank you so much. That was the AFC West. Uh, earlier this week, we did the the AFC North and. Next week, we will finish out the AFC with the AFC South, uh, the best division in the, in, in the NFL. Um, and Jeez. so, and then, and then next, <laughs> that was good. And then the next week, we will start the NFC. So, you guys got any last words or comments? My only last no, words would be next, next week when we start the NFC, we'll talk about the NFC East, which is the, actually the best division in football. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. (laughs) Well, again, hey, fellas, thank you so much. TC, thanks for coming. You're taking a trip back to the California, or are you going to Indiana? No, no, back to these mosquitoes. (laughs) Back to Indiana. I mean, back to California. And Q, thank you so much for jumping on with us. All right. Yeah, boys, good to be here. All righty. Thank you so much. You have listened to the Flawcast Network. You guys stay safe. Yeah.